Welcome to the space in the sky between the clouds. I'm Hales. And I'm M. If you're an abstract soul in love with the woo and the upside down, you'll love these spiritual and inverted perspectives. Thanks for tuning in. co-hosts and a little bit about me is that I am a shadow work coach or shadow play coach and I'm a multi-passionate person trust me it's taken me a lot of career shifts and (laughs) hobbies to get to where I am today Um, but some things that I enjoy are ice skating Uh, I want to get into pottery and like all things arts yeah I'm just here helping people find their true selves and embrace it. I'm M. Um, I am also a coach, but I'm a flag football coach. I do that outside of my actual full-time job, and I want to make a career out of football. Um, I want to be a full-time coach for either flag or tackle, whichever one, but that is something I'm very interested in and taking my time with that and learning a lot about that. And also, Um, My biggest dream is to become a film director, so film is my biggest passion, and I hope to do something with that in the future for sure. And your animation. (gasps) And I got into animation school for spring of this year. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And I'm very, to say excited just seems like not a big enough word, like static but yeah that's me yeah so one day you might catch us on a joint yeah (laughs) on a joint uh project for animation podcast vibes yay that'd be so cool yeah i can't wait for that (laughs) so our topic today is being misunderstood and Mm. m came up with this one so i'd like for m to share a little bit about why this topic is coming up for you so Being misunderstood has played a role in my life more than once. I don't want to say too many times, but um, it's been a type of different situation, same outcome. And the same outcome has always been being misunderstood. All of the things that fall into place with it um, bring a lot of emotion out of me. And I, Mm. through the years, I've been trying to really learn more and more about it. So when it does come to me, Um, I'll know how to approach it. So being misunderstood is definitely a very big theme yearly, every single year of my life. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, it's been a lot, but um, it is a big topic that I really like to share and talk to people about because everyone has gone through it at least once. Yeah. Yeah. Being misunderstood. It sucks. (laughs) 
especially when you want to be understood so bad and it's like you catch yourself trying to over explain and then you get confused and it's just it's a mess sometimes yeah especially because our audience here is uh, a lot of abstract people very yeah so i'm sure many of us have felt this way i know that it's been a major theme in my life whether it was actually being misunderstood Mm -hmm. or thinking and assuming i would be misunderstood um and how that's affected all of my interactions with people Mm -hmm. and um me not being willing at a certain point to let people even get to know the real me because I was like, they won't get me anyway. Like, yes. what's the point? Like, yes, 100%. Like, I know who they want me to be, so I'm just going to be that person oh. and <laughs> save myself the headache of yeah. that rejection that my soul really didn't want to have at that moment. Yeah, and see, all of that is so sad because it sucks having that to be able to be yourself especially when you love yourself like Mm -hmm. I love who I am you know um but then when you catch yourself being misunderstood you start to fall into what they want to see you as yeah that's true you uh I mean your self-love has been on point for (gasps) as long as I've known in (laughs) high school the 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 difference was really apparent to me because I didn't know at the time that I really didn't like myself. Mm. But looking back at it, just the way that you were so unapologetically you, <laughs> so quirky, so, so weird, yeah, so weird. But I loved it. You know, it was great. Um, Thank you. Yeah, That's so sweet. and no reaction that people had changed how you would show up the next time, you know? (laughs) So it was really cool to be able to see you be out of your shell. And that was definitely something that inspired me to try to be more authentic over the years. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? What's so crazy about that is quick story time. (laughs) So in high school, yeah, I was very open and shameless, like 100%. And I was so myself. But then after high school, I really lost that. Like I really started to not like myself um, because I got a new group of friends that just misunderstood me. And I've Mm. never, I've dealt with that. Yeah. But I wanted to be accepted by them so bad because I'm out of high school. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't have any more friends. You know, you're out of high school. You're an adult now. Basically, that's when I really started to get deeper with the being misunderstood. And usually my reaction to it is, oh, I'm just going to forget about you. And because I love myself, whatever. But then when it started after high school, I started to just get very insecure about myself and become the person that these people wanted me to be. So that's actually very interesting. And I think about that often because I was like, I wasn't ever like this. Like, I don't (laughs) like this. Like, uh, I hate like not being myself and not feeling like I can, especially being a weird person. Like, I'm (laughs) like, especially being a weird person. Like, I was so scared of this is out of high school now I was so scared of making a joke or like doing a weird face or just doing something weird because someone would call me out on it and judge me and the rest of the group would laugh at it and in turn I would be the butt of the joke and it sucked and I was like you know what yeah like I guess I just won't be weird and it's like you cannot be weird like weird is so fun and goofy and I love weird But not only with friendship, definitely with family, being misunderstood around that time was tough, too. 
Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so how did you get out of it with your friends at that time? I definitely started to break off from some of them. It went on for a whole year, 2019. It was all 2019. That's when I started getting really involved with boys. Um, And that's when I made a new group of friends. Being misunderstood for so long and trying, I got tired of defending myself. So I started to fit into whatever they wanted me to be. And that's when I had my breaking point. So I was like, I am not this person. Like, it's the who I really am is screaming on the inside like trying to break free and it was a horrible feeling it was depressing you can tell when someone's not being themselves like you can obviously tell and I know that now I got out of that by not being friends with some of those people that I was trying so hard to be friends with and some of the boys that I was involved with I cut them off eventually <laughs> little by little I just stopped saying them as much um but <laughs> that's besides the point I just started to love myself again because I was like I miss me like I yeah. alone I would have the best time by myself like I loved loved who I was and so losing that not only did I lose that but when I was trying to find it again it took so long and mm-hmm. I was like okay never doing this again yeah. like <laughs> That's it took so long to find myself again. Yeah. Like I was like, oh my god, that was a lesson learned for sure. Mm-hmm. It was a long journey, but I did end up finding myself. And not only that, I grew from the person that I loved so much, and now I love me even more. So, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> my goodness. It's Ooh. funny because when you said that, I was thinking about like hair. I was like. You know how you just, like, want to cut off your hair? Yes! You have this urge to, like, cut off your hair, but then every time you do, you're like, oh, this is such a pain to yes, grow out. Yes. Like, literally takes years to grow out again. And I was just thinking about that process when yeah. you said that. And, like, through that, you have to learn, because when you cut off your hair, you have to learn, like, different hairstyles and, like, what works. <laughs> like, that's how it was. Like, yeah, literally. literally. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I can say now that it was worth it. It was a beautiful lesson, and I'm glad I went through it, yeah, especially at that time in my life. Yeah, I feel the same. I mean, my journey with being misunderstood and self-hatred was, <laughs> was like, a. it was like, I didn't know it at f- <sighs> I don't know. It's kind of complicated. It is, yeah. Because, like, when I was in elementary school, it was, like, a mixture. It was, like, sometimes I was very unaware of, like other people's perceptions of me and Mm. so I was able to be more me but then I always knew like when I went home to my family who is very fundamentally different on a value level (laughs) from me Mm. I was not me at all so it was like my whole childhood like I felt like I also needed to um be the perfect daughter in that moment and so being misunderstood and hating myself for being different and worrying about like disappointing my parents yeah. was this theme of for like 20 years of my life oh my god <laughs> yeah. so I didn't have like this happy-go-lucky stage at the beginning where I really loved myself until like around when I was 20 I was yeah, able so to kind of break away yeah yeah like realize that I hated myself it took my friend literally telling me yeah. <laughs> he was like I think you hate yourself and I was like oh Loki wow. you might be right wow. like that's crazy and because I would always come off as someone who loved myself yeah, too. yeah, yeah. yeah. like everyone in high school probably thought that I thought I was the best person ever type yeah. of thing but in all actuality I was pretending I wasn't me You know, parts of me still stayed constant, which I think were the parts that I was like, yeah, I love myself about, but 
a lot of core things had changed. And yeah. also, <laughs> going down a little bit of a rabbit hole with that, because yeah. part of me is like, okay, you know how people evolve yes. over the course of their lives? Mm -hmm. But sometimes you can't tell if it's because of other people or if it's because that's what's natural for you at that oh, moment. Yeah. Like, there's some changes that I had over the course of my years, specifically this one I'm thinking about, which is how I used to be a ball of energy. Yeah hopping off the walls type yes i vibe, remember right <laughs> no but it was worse oh. in elementary school oh, like, yeah, you were telling it me was that. crazy i was like manic basically oh my god um <laughs> and now i'm like very chill yeah for the most part and I remember around sixth grade, there was like a key moment where I had switched. Like I, there was like a, a switch in my brain and I flipped it and was like, okay, people don't like me when I'm like this. So now we're just going to be chill and not Aww. get excited when people approach me and like yeah. whatever, contain myself. Oh, I felt that. I felt right. that. Yeah. But then at a certain point, I really started to fall into it and like love it. Mm -hmm. And... I really enjoy being chill and it takes a lot for me to muster up energy to do things. Yeah. And so then I'm like, is this the wear and tear of getting older? Is this because it's comfortable now? Because that's how I trained myself to be? Or yeah. am I actually like naturally changing to be more Just chill? Evolving, yeah. There's like so many different causes and maybe it's a combination of all of them. Yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's like something that I think wow, about sometimes. That's actually pretty sick. <laughs> the part where it's interesting how you for so long uh, realized that you were actually hating yourself and didn't find that out until you were like 20. We're both being misunderstood. But when in high school, I didn't hate myself, you know, I didn't hate myself until after. So that's interesting. So do you like what do you think helped you keep your love for yourself during high school then? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> like, I still to this day wonder. Because I'm just like, how was I? Because you knew, you knew me. Like, I was looking at old videos and stuff. I was like, who the fuck was that girl? Like, who was she? I have no clue how I was just so me and loved it and did not care. Like, and I was loud about it, too. Not only was I like, yes, I love myself. I was loud about it. You know? Yeah. I was like, I guess that's just, like, young, young stuff, you know, because I'm older now, and I'm just like, yeah, I accept myself, I love myself, but, like, I'm not too loud about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm pretty, like, I love myself, if you see it, you see it, if you don't, you don't. Do you think it was, like, an attention thing, then? Partly? Like, yeah, you love I, yourself, but also you wanted to use it to, like, get more attention? I can see that now. Back then, I definitely didn't think that deep, but I can <laughs> see that now, because I was so much more energetic back then, too. And ten times more weird. Mm. Like, ten times more weird. And I also... You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it more... <laughs> no, it was bad. Now that I'm thinking about it more... We don't have to dive into that. Now that I'm thinking about it more... I think it was also because... When I was... Ooh, I'm losing my thought. Wait. When I was younger, being in family, I was so misunderstood. So when I got to high school, somewhere I was able to be so free, I really took advantage of that. I was able to be loud about it. Mm -hmm. And it felt good, you know, because I wasn't able to do that before. But I was fucking crazy back then. Like, I can't believe, like, how <laughs> me I was. Like, <laughs> bro, the... Sh God. The stories I have are ridiculous. And you know what? I'm that's good for her back then. I'm proud of her uh, to be able to do that because you have to experience that at least once in your life, you know, and I'm glad I did it in high school because it really let me be able to do a bunch of stuff, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. like when you hate yourself, you hold yourself from so many opportunities yeah. that have your name written all uh -huh. over it. 
And it's just like, you, you just don't Seriously. go for it. Yeah, and it's yeah. sad. And so back then, like, if I was who I was in 2019, I wouldn't have joined student council in high school. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Yeah. You know? Like, that screamed Emily, so let me stay away from it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <sighs> Let's do a vibe check. Mm. Uh, real quick, we have some different segments. Vibe check is one of the segments. And since this is your first time experiencing them, I'm going to tell you a little bit about them before we dive into it for the topic. Uh, so vibe check is basically how the topic feels emotionally for people. We, me and M, we're both empaths. And so part of it is like how it emotionally feels for us. And mm-hmm. part of it is like putting ourselves in the shoes of others. Also, when other people have been experiencing these things, the energy that we've picked up from them. So that's what vibe checks all about. So definitely one emotion that I feel when it comes to being misunderstood is being feeling lonely. Oh my god. Feeling lonely sucks. Because like, not only is that feeling just very sad, but when you have no one to go to, it's just sad. Um, So also, with surrounding yourself around all these people, and yet you still feel so lonely and you feel like you still don't have anyone to go to because you're constantly misunderstood by them and you're just not yourself with them. That's where that emotion really takes place. It's depressing, honestly. It really is. Lonely is definitely the top emotion that I feel when being misunderstood because it's, especially in a group setting, and, like, yeah. everyone, every there's, like, four yeah. people misunderstanding you. And you feel like you're on the outside just, like, watching. Like, you kind of give up talking to them yeah. because you're just like, okay, no one's going to understand what I'm trying to say. No one's going to be there and support me. Yeah. And so I guess I'll just, like, quiet up and just observe what's happening. And then that just makes you feel even more alone because then people don't even notice. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they don't even notice that you're not talking and that you're just, like, sitting there and on the outskirts of things because yeah. they're so wrapped up in, like, their energy. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Honestly, yeah. So that right there is a lot. Yeah, and that's definitely like what people are talking about when they say like, I'm in a room full of my friends, but I feel so alone. Yes, I was just going to say that's a beautiful quote. Yeah. Because it's just like, "Mm, that says a lot. You need to go find a new group of friends. Yeah. uh, But I see how that can be hard too, so. For me, I would say I feel unsafe. Like, I imagine a firefly. Basically... You're a light, and the true you is, like, this light, and you shine your light like a firefly, like, Mm -hmm. testing it. You're like, I can't protect myself. I'm just going to, like, shine my light, see if I can find other fireflies, like, carefully shining my light. Yeah. It's that feeling of being unsafe. Like, you try it, and then you're like, oh, just kidding. It's not a safe spot. (laughs) Can't shine my light here type of energy. Being able to, like, kind of create that safe space for yourself. um, And that goes with the self-love thing. You know, it's like that loving yourself and... Uh, prioritizing that and not letting other people's opinions make things unsafe for you is probably the key to like being unaffected by being misunderstood yes yes but in the moment like when you haven't done that work like when you're experiencing being misunderstood and you're starting to shut down one of the key feelings is like that feeling unsafe for Mm -hmm. sure yeah 100 and that's hard to break because then you have to be show fearlessness yeah it's not just like being yourself it's like i have to be unafraid now to be myself yeah which just, just takes it a whole deeper step yeah also feelings of rejection can come up especially if you were showing your true self and you were misunderstood but to the point also where that misunderstanding they don't care to understand 
And then it's like, okay, well, now I've just been rejected. Like, the real me has just been rejected. Ugh. And you'll only accept this version of me, right? Yeah. So that feeling of rejection also kind of stings. Yeah. No, seriously. Another emotion that I feel really fucking strong about it's anger. I get, I don't want to use anger because I don't get that angry um, <clears throat> when I get misunderstood, but I do get super annoyed because I feel like I am such an understanding person. I try my best to understand people every single time. You could tell me anything and I really try to, you know, I try to just be open-minded. Mm -hmm. You go ahead and talk and I'll listen and then I'll if I don't understand, I'll ask questions. Yes. Like, I yes. try. I won't just block off what you're saying and completely go with what I know. Anger definitely comes out of that. And being fucking annoyed. God damn, that shit's horrible. Like, yeah, yeah it definitely comes from me just being the opposite. Yeah, it does really suck. Like, I would never you... do that to you, you know? Yeah, it sucks when you do care enough to, like, put in that extra effort. Yes. But also, when you care enough to accept them even if you don't understand yes you know, like yes. when you're willing to go that far for the people you care about and not get that in return it like really it feels like a betrayal mm, yes 100 mm -hmm. percent betrayal yeah so now it's time to go down the rabbit hole mm. which is of course the nuances of mind fuckery that goes on in my brain <laughs> my favorite part <laughs> Because I'm an overthinker, essentially. So I started talking a little bit about acceptance, but let's go deeper into that. Mm. Because recently, actually, I happened to post on Instagram about this and then M brought this topic up. I was like, oh my gosh, this literally <laughs> is like a synchronicity because I was just thinking about this earlier today. Okay, so I'm, I would identify as a black sheep. Would would you identify as a black sheep? Yes. When you're a black sheep, you think that the biggest fear is being misunderstood, right? You feel so different that you're like, okay, I'm guaranteed to be misunderstood at this mm -hmm. point. I was really sitting there and thinking about it because I had this one friend recently who really taught me a lot. Our relationship taught me a lot. Our conversations would go something like this. It would be like, so this thing happened and like this is how I'm feeling and then the other person would be like, uh, I don't get it. Like, what? Can, what? can you can you use some different words because that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And then they try again. Right. And then the other person would be like, oh, I, OK, do you mean this? And then they'd be like, no, oh, <laughs> like, man. And several attempts. And we just like still could not even understand the other person's version of english like yeah. it was like we kept trying to understand each other and it was just something wasn't connecting and so naturally i was like okay we probably won't be that close but they're really cool so that kind of sucks but yeah i was wrong we ended up getting really close and there was something really beautiful about that process to me because even though we didn't understand each other at all we accepted each other mm. and it was this like it was so enlightening how mm -hmm. someone like both ways yeah. both of us could accept each other without understanding each other mm -hmm. that says a lot to me because the fear really is lack of acceptance mm -hmm. when you're a black sheep it's like oh they'll misunderstand me and they won't accept me but it doesn't have to be an and situation there you can accept someone without being understood uh -huh. and that was something that felt like an up level mm -hmm. and so then I realized that this um misunderstanding the reason that it gets in the way and and makes it feel like that's the problem mm -hmm. is because really the person that we're talking to 
doesn't accept us no matter what. Like, they accept us conditionally. Mm. And I've lost a lot of friends. It's no secret. I've lost... It's no secret. I've lost quite a bit of friends. Normally, how it'll go down is it'll be something along the lines of, we'll be great friends. Then they'll start to feel some type of way about me, won't say anything, and then it'll either end with, like them dumping months worth of things onto me or like not even talking about it so I've been ghosted out of nowhere and I've been dumped on and in the situations where the conversation has been opened I would try to say my side I would try to be like okay like I see where you're coming from as someone who understands other people's perspectives right I see where you're coming from I would like to share like the that's not what I was thinking at this time and like like try to explain my side and realize that I was talking to a wall yeah literally that person didn't come to this conversation conversation to hear my side exactly they didn't come to listen they just wanted to say okay like these are the reasons you can't be in my life type of situation uh I can't take it anymore that's really heartbreaking you know every time I've gone through it it's been a a repeating pattern and I'm like what am I doing wrong like tell me what I'm doing wrong people same outcome yeah And it took me a long time. It took me getting this friend where we didn't understand each other to realize that it wasn't me that wasn't willing to accept other people. And I was trying. And I understand. I get it. I'm hard to understand. Whether that's like the way that I talk, which for sure plays an impact. I've had people think I'm being sarcastic when I'm like genuinely trying to compliment them. Oh, really? Like, it'll be like all of these things like build up, right? And, And so I understand that it's not easy to understand how I think, right? But I was still willing to try to make it work, to try to be on the same page as this person, right? Yeah. And to not be met halfway was just, like, sucked on a whole new level. Mm -hmm. I realized that I didn't need to keep blaming myself for these situations because it didn't really say anything about me because I was just trying to be authentic. I didn't know that you were perceiving things in this negative way about Mm me. And if you open up a conversation about it, I'm more than happy to talk about it and hear your perspective Mm -hmm. and uh, try to look at myself in a new way. But also with the caution of not trying to change overly for someone else, like just kind of weigh what you have to say and, and see how I feel about it and approach things that way. Also kind of like forcing myself for people to accept me at a certain point. Like when I started doing (laughs) physical, like things in the physical world to represent how I felt internally, like telling my parents things about me that I didn't think I would end up sharing with them. And like trying to make those physical world changes so that I felt like I could come out of my box more. I kind of like just (laughs) throw everything at them at once, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I'm not who you thought I was and this and this and this and this. (laughs) And so take it or leave it. That's where we're at now, you know, like, but luckily they have, it's a similar situation where they don't really understand, but at the very least they accept accept, me. So. Which is more than what yeah, you could ask for. Yeah. yeah, and that's good, honestly, because I feel like I spent so much time like in friendships and even like dating where I would hide parts of myself 
to keep those people around when ultimately if those people are going to leave by me not hiding those things and they're not the right people for me in my life and then you're just like holding on to those people and you don't have space for the correct people in your life yes exactly yeah and also you're not giving them a chance like you're just assuming they wouldn't understand you Mm -hmm. or appreciate you and then you don't really know until you come clean about it and you start to shine your light like so yeah basically be you yeah (laughs) like basically see all the outcomes that come from just just being misunderstood and then that turns into hating yourself and trying to fit into a group that isn't for you yeah and And don't make losing friends mean anything about you you know uh i mean still ponder it i'm not saying that you should just be like oh everyone everyone doesn't want to be my friend that's them yeah 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 but like there's balance assess the situation but like at the end of the day don't be so hard on yourself you know because other people have their own things they're going through their healing that they need to do we're all healing out here yeah everyone's so different especially once you get to know them to the point of friendship Mm -hmm. once you get to that level yeah because i know i've met a few people that i thought understood me and then once we actually became friends like going out and stuff outside of work i was like oh what you don't understand me at all yeah no we're just not our people and that's okay yeah for real yeah so i also want to talk about the how the shadow is created from this yes so shadow is a interesting concept and it's spread out throughout a lot of things but in this case being misunderstood creates a mask oftentimes Mm -hmm. like you create a mask to Mm -hmm. fit into society in this way yeah or into this friend group Mm -hmm. and anytime you create a mask anytime you're not allowing yourself to be the real you or anytime you've been told you can't be the real you a shadow is formed from this mask because your soul is like screaming at you to that it's that it's in pain and that pain creates that shadow and from that shadow you act out of like anger or whatever however that shadow shows up for you it can create a shadow right Which, let me, like, real quick touch on the fact that lately I've been looking at shadow archetypes and I've reached a whole new level of forgiveness of my past actions where I've just, like, felt this incredible guilt. Because at the end of the day, I feel like I'm a really good-natured person and the times that I was acting out of my shadow, I've felt horrible about. Like, literally so horrible. Yeah. And... I reached a new level of forgiveness when I had this understanding that my shadow was created to tell me something. Oh, yes. You know, and instead of, like, hating all of the actions that I took out of this shadow space, I should just, like, show love to my shadow and my inner child and, like, whatever. Because... I didn't have awareness back then, you know? And I can't change the fact that I didn't have awareness, but... I can forgive myself. Right. Yeah. And learn from it 100%. Definitely. So anyway, back to this (laughs) creation of the shadow. Well, basically, I kind of went into it because being misunderstood, it it does create those masks. It created anger for me, as you can tell. Yeah, literally. I could go into depth about the times that I've acted out of my shadow, but we'll save that for another conversation. Uh, We could be here all day. Yeah, literally. (laughs) So, M. Hmm. How does being misunderstood show up in the bedroom? Basically, this segment is how the topic at hand impacts sex. Mm. Mm. Yes, and that is something I love to talk about. So <laughs> let's dive into it. I'm going to be completely honest. Being misunderstood in the bedroom 
I don't have a lot of I've never dealt with that. Honestly, that's because I'm just so open during sex that if someone tries to misunderstand me during that, I don't really let it happen, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, okay, then we won't be having sex, basically. Like, yeah. But um, how, it, how being misunderstood can affect that is, especially if you're in a relationship, being one person who is very open-minded to anything sexual versus someone who not only is closed-minded to it but won't even try it and just closed off from it can make the person who's open-minded very uncomfortable and very ashamed because they're the ones that want to try these new things or just do more in the bedroom and feeling like it's looked down upon can just make you feel very uncomfortable so when you do try to have sex god that sounds just having uncomfortable sex is not it's horrible Especially when you love sex. Yeah, and that shame can be horrible. Especially, like, if you move on to another partner later. Feeling shame over your sexual preferences could make you, like, not want to approach that with this person who might be open to it. Mm -hmm. And uh, have shame in other ways. Like, maybe Mm -hmm. you feel like you now need to hide this part of you again, you know? But it also makes communication harder. Yeah. Like... With that partner, with other partners, you don't want to bring it up. Or maybe when you talked with that partner about it, maybe they shut you down in a hard way. And that could be really traumatic to experience being shut down so hard over it. Yeah, and you don't want to bring it up again. And it just makes everything, again, so uncomfortable. And the trust within that, your trust is gone. And that's another thing that's so hard to build up. And people obviously don't give out trust for free. Um, It takes a long time to get that. And so having to rebuild that trust in the bedroom is a lot. Yeah, especially Um, because you're so vulnerable there. Yeah, you know, sex is... Sex is very vulnerable. Yeah, like it it just there's so many things to it. Um so if one thing is just off balance or messed up, it ruins everything else, honestly. Yeah, definitely being misunderstood can affect everything in, in yeah, the bedroom. It can affect a lot. Yeah. yeah. So let's go into the woo-woo. Basically, this is anything spiritual, witchy, psychic, you name it, tarot, crystals, herbs, rituals, downloads, whatever. We're going to throw it at you, anything that has come up for us with this topic. So one thing is human design. I don't know how many of you are into human design, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty fucking dope. She taught me a lot about it. Yeah. Uh, One of the best parts about human design, I would say, is how it gives you permission to be yourself, which shouldn't be needed, but it just really shows you a lot because you've been told you couldn't be the way you naturally are for so long. In order to be someone in society, like a a regular person in society, you've been told you can't do this and this. So like, I'll give you a little example. Any projector really only has the energy to work like four hours a day. And this is because they, like, really hone into a person in a one-on-one setting, and there's such an intense energy exchange that it can be a lot for a projector to overwork. There's also, we also don't have any sacral center, 
defined, which is like the motor center, the energy center where people who are generators or many gens can have something they love and energy is just produced from loving that thing straight mm-hmm. up. So like Emily with uh, animation and stuff, oh, like yeah. it just lights you up. It gives energy to other people, yeah. etc. And so projectors feel like they just can't do things like the rest of the people. Like they're more of seers than doers. And that can be extremely limiting when you get to the the way that jobs work in society the way that you are supposed to work like if you work full-time it's like eight hours a day and really draining and you're like constantly overworking yourself and not able to utilize your abilities to the best of their potential because you feel so burnt out all the time and you're not utilizing them properly so it's just things like that and like projectors can tend to feel lazy or things like that because they're constantly overworking themselves and that creates a whole mind fuck also yeah (laughs) but the point is that Human design gives you that permission to be yourself, and there's a lot of shadow work also involved in human design, because when you can't be yourself, you or when you're, like, overworking your energy, or when you're using your... When you don't have the awareness, or you're using your gifts out of alignment... You tend to slip into the shadow side of things, which, like, is really interesting when you start to dive into the different gates and uh, the ways that you're... You have a not-self theme, basically, Uh Uh in human design, which is, like, how all of your gifts look when you're not being yourself, right? And it can, like, really spin out of control. Like, for example, I have the ideas gate. Uh Uh-huh. Gate 11, which is about, like, basically ideas pop into my head like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But when that's out of control, like, when I'm in the shadow side of it, it's like, I'm so wrapped up in all of these ideas at night, and I'm torn, like, which one to go with, and it's, like, really out of control. I get stressed out, anxiety, Mm -hmm. like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Right? So that's just, like, one example. And being able to do that shadow work through the lens of knowing, like, well, these are my gifts, and I should, I want to play to my gifts more, and I want to use them. I want to, like, work how I'm supposed to work. Yes. How I was, like, genetically (laughs) born to work, right? So that's one thing. Human design, yep. The spiritual work with being okay with being misunderstood. That ties in with when you're surrounding yourself with a group of people that just misunderstand you, you end up trying to fit into whatever their mold is. And that, in turn, makes you not be yourself and you be this whole other person that you're trying to give off so people can accept you. Obviously that's not healthy. (laughs) And, um, with the spiritual work with that is where you learn to be okay with cutting off those people and you learn to love yourself. And when you start to love yourself, you start to find those people that love you and accept you. You start to find your people. You start to find your soul friends and letting go of the wrong people rather than changing yourself. Yeah. Because, when you change yourself, you keep the wrong people around. Like, you're literally holding on, attaching mm-hmm. to the wrong people and not leaving space for your soul friends to find you because you're yes. so caught up in that. Mm-hmm. Also, like, anytime you're in a relationship, if you're, like, changing to be what this person wants, you're missing out on, like, finding your soulmate 100%, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And that can go on for so long. Yeah. I, I have experienced 2019. Yeah. That went on for a whole year yeah. with boys and friends. And I was just like... At one point, you do have a breaking point, and that's for sure when I started to get more spiritual. My soul literally was telling me, 
to start to be yourself again and start to love yourself mm-hmm. like that's when you can be the best person to, that you can be that's the beauty inside of that yeah so any self-love practice for sure here yeah. useful also like cord cutting rituals could be good there's a couple that, that i know of it's basically you have these like energetic cords that tie you to people <gasps> Yeah. So even when you like break up with someone or like you're not friends with someone, there still might be an energetic cord tying you together. Cause, and that's why like getting over a breakup can be really difficult because you have that energetic connection still. And especially like if you've been engaging in sex with them, oh, 100%. There's, a, there's a lot of energy still connecting you. 100%. So any cord cutting ritual can be useful. I've seen it with like crystal, crystal shaped as knives Uh where uh, you can like run it along your body and cut cords that you don't need. I've also seen it like you could do a ritual, a witchy ritual with Mm -hmm. like cutting a rope. Uh You can like do a whole ceremony with cutting a rope and have that symbolize the cord you're trying to cut. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Also, some other things that are coming up is the tarot uh, card, the tower. Burn everything down. Restart. Oh, it's, that's what that means. Yeah, if that card comes up, restart. I would have guessed that with tower. That's so funny. <laughs> the tower needs to fall. Oh, there's a bay leaf ritual. Um, this can be used for a bunch of different things, but specifically with this situation of being misunderstood. Basically, uh, with bay leaves, they're very powerful. Um, you write down all of your manifestations, any of them. In this instance, you could be finding your um, soul friends or um, cutting off relationships that don't value you etc cetera, etc cetera. once you write those down on a bay leaf cleanse the bay leaf and the sharpie that you used and then you say an affirmation any affirmation saying it should tie into you loving yourself i love myself i love who i am i am going to continue to love myself and i can't wait to be the best person i can be stuff like that you say that out loud and then you start to dream of your manifestations as if they're already there at least as if they already came true and then after that, you burn the bay leaf, and that's that on that. And it's a beautiful ritual, especially on new uh, during new moons. Yeah, new beginnings. That's what new moons are all about, yeah. Period. <laughs> it works. It works wonders, but yeah. I love that. Mm. So we have our final segment. It's called Outside the Box, which is all about the path less traveled. So I basically, love that yeah. yeah, right? Me and Em are... Uh, very creative <laughs> outside the box thinkers and so we wanted to do a little segment about an alternative path that you don't hear all the time mm-hmm. so basically what we were thinking is i don't know if you've ever heard the song shutter island by jesse reyes <laughs> oh the song I yeah you're about the movie oh no no well it still plays part it still plays part i, I haven't seen the movie so oh, it's a great it's a great movie Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, the song <laughs> is all about how, yeah, I'm crazy, <laughs> and but at least my straight jacket is custom-made type energy, right? And I just, I love songs like that, that just, like, embraces, like, Embrace, past accept, yes. it embraces being different, etc. I've also recently been working on coming up, I came up with a black sheep archetype, so... 
if you work with archetypes, you can basically do it with anything. But for me, like, being a black sheep is personal to my life and to Em's life. Mm -hmm. And so leaning into that and doing shadow work around that, loving that part of yourself, Mm -hmm. like, really embodying that to help you create that self-love because... People look different, and when you start to embrace the parts of you that make you different and, and love them, like, loving what makes you unique, mm-hmm. it's it's so powerful. It's and so powerful. Even if you don't identify with a black sheep label, uh-huh. you probably have at least one trait that you've hidden away. Yeah. And... Because you've been the unsafety thing, you know, you felt like it's not safe to have that trait and and show that trait. And so it's about like embodying the black sheep to help you bring that trait into the light. You can do this with art. You can like shed uh, other people's thoughts, other people's perceptions of you of this trait all into an art piece, whether that's like dance or or painting or like whatever you want to do. It's up to you. And you can, like, shed all of that, and then you have this blank art. You have this blank page where you then create your own relationship with this trait and, like, really show it and really love it. And mm. and you just spend time, like, love it, like, Getting adoring it, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and creating your own version of it as mm-hmm. well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Definitely um, just want to put emphasis on accepting it but then also embracing it yeah how i was saying i was so loud with who i was back then i love that Mm -hmm. be accepted but be loud with it let people know who you are because that honestly there's beauty within that because not a lot of people do it Mm -hmm. and it just when you can just see someone loving their themselves it's 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 inspirational honestly it's like wow like i fuck with you like i love that's my favorite part about people so yeah yeah So just a quick debrief. The things we talked about today are being misunderstood. We talked about how that feels unsafe and lonely and angry even, how acceptance plays a role in it and how losing friends can come from it. Also experiencing a lack of listening and how that really affects you over time, how a shadow is created, how you can use human design to work through that shadow or any spiritual work cord cutting rituals tarot bay leaf ritual we've also talked about how it affects the bedroom you know um Mm. that shame that shame that comes from it and not feeling like you can communicate as easily because of those kinds of misunderstanding situations Mm -hmm. and then try out our creative little pathless traveled leaning into the black sheep archetype or like being different or being crazy or like whatever version Uh, of it you love yeah, so it's been a wonderful time here, fun journey we've explored together. Very and fun. Yes, and we hope to see you next time. Yep. All right, peace out. We appreciate you for tuning in to the Space Between the Clouds podcast. If you love this episode, subscribe, rate us, and follow us on socials. Join our family of iridescent clouds exploring the woo and the upside down. Go to cloudcloud.space for our community link. M and Tails signing off.